Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFTs. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is moving the digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the Blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keane. For today's interview, our 102nd episode, we have the co-founders of Evaluate, actually previously Evaluate Market and now Evaluate.xyz. We have Christian and Alex, who actually, I work for Evaluate, which I'm sure a lot of you guys know. So, yeah. Um, welcome to the show, Christian and Alex. Thank you, Jennifer. It's good to be back. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Christian has been on a Sunday recap um, briefly. Like you popped in for maybe 10 minutes before. I don't even remember when that was, but several episodes ago. And uh, yeah, but now you guys are back and we are here to do an interview because today is a very special day for us at Evaluate. Uh, we have launched the first ever live trading tool on Flow and Ethereum with the built-in chat feature as well. And we're super excited about it. And we brought the co-founders on to talk about it. So yeah, that's what this interview is going to be about. But first, we like to get started by hearing our guests' stories on how they got into the space. So Christian, if you want to go first, how did you get into NFTs? Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for the intro. Um, so I think around 2016, 2017, I bought crypto for the first time, but very little of it, but didn't pay too much attention uh, until early 2021 when Alex and I were playing daily fantasy sports. Uh, the three co-founders, me, Alex, and Cody met each other playing Xbox Live in 2000, probably 2008, 2009. We used to meet up because we all lived in Texas and, and play Halo and had kept up through the years. Alex and Cody are software engineers. I worked as like a data analyst. Uh, but yeah, stumbled on NFTs actually with Alex uh, with NBA Top Shot because we were playing DraftKings and losing money using uh, code to generate lineups. And we thought, oh, maybe we could do it better with, uh, with Top Shot. Got involved really early um, and then had watched sort of Top Shot just skyrocket and there wasn't a lot of resources. So we started building for it and eventually kind of got into Ethereum NFTs. I think we bought Solana NFTs, recently Aptos. Uh, so we like to try the different ones. Um, but yeah, it started with Top Shot for me and I, I can let Alex tell a story as well. Yeah, like Chris said, started with Top Shot. I think there was about, it was really early on. Any pack that you wanted was pretty much available back then. Packs were kind of like, come and go as you please. You don't have to wait in the queue or anything like that. And we saw there was like, I think there was a few thousand base picks, base set packs. And Chris and I, I think he bought one. I bought three. He pulled like a, I think you also bought a Devin Booker moment. And I bought uh, three packs and a few jazz moments. And we checked back like two weeks later. And the prices had just kind of like skyrocketed and we didn't understand why and kind of going back and looking in and it's like, yeah, well, I think Jonathan Bales wrote some type of article talking about top shot and why that was like, I guess a big, uh, that it was really impactful, very, uh, important to the NFT space. And I guess that caused a, a big a rush of a crowd. And yeah, after things went up, we had no way of tracking or knowing how, besides the price that went up, we didn't know if there was any tools to kind of track that. And so we decided to go ahead and make evaluate. 
Yeah. And at the time, you're right. There really weren't many tools to evaluate. There was there was one site, which was um, intangible.market that uh, Veerman, who's like OG Top Shot collector, had kind of created. But it was very like, you know, just kind of him like building it out and and just like kind of the bare minimum. Like, you know, you just kind of could see your portfolio value. And then I remember when Evaluate uh, came along and it was like, oh, all of a sudden you can see the sales volume charts and um, just all these other analytics that like you kind of couldn't see before. And it was like, well, this is really cool. And this is really new. And yeah, a lot of people were, were gravitating towards that. And that's when I was you know, Jennifer Topshaw making my videos. Mm. Um, and I was always using Evaluate and like showing the stats and stuff from Evaluate. And then that's that's how we met because you guys reached out to me and I was um, basically jobless at the time. And uh, yeah, started running social and later got promoted to head of marketing, which is what I'm at now. And yeah, it's just been an awesome journey. Anyway, top shot beginnings, you know, I feel like a lot of people really had those top shot beginnings for their uh, NFT early, early stories. Yeah, that was me too. I remember that very well. I've said it a lot that when did you guys say you launched exactly? Uh, it was around January, February of 2021. Okay. Cause I found you guys, it must've been late February, early March. And cause I'm a data guy as well. I came from the ticket industry and I like that was the, one of the greatest things about NFTs was the transparency that we could see everything. I was like, I can find these people that are good traders and watch everything they do. Like, so I found you guys super early and uh, it's really cool to see that whatever it is, 20 months later and, you know, you guys are still doing awesome stuff. And I was, I spent about 45 minutes on your website before we went live tonight, checking out the new features, saw the website changed to X.XYZ and all that. So it's good to have you guys on. I, I Kudos. And I, I really, early on, was one of the very first websites that opened my eyes to the possibilities of NFTs. Yeah, awesome. Great. Yeah, it's great hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, True. let's talk about, um, uh, why don't you guys tell us about kind of the journey of Evaluate from being that top shot analytic tool to now, you know, supporting over a thousand NFTs, you know, on flow on Ethereum um, and kind of, yeah, just the timeline, the journey of, of the progression of things. Yeah. So I think um, for us, it, one thing that stood out or was the challenge is that we never really planned to, to build a company or to start an app. I think we were just into top shot and building tools and over time they caught on. And I think uh, it's definitely been a wild journey because in the beginning, Top Shot was just so explosive. And then obviously there was a bit of a pullback and a lot of people got into ETH NFTs. And I think we sort of what we wanted to do kind of got muddy because, you know, we were adding like these different NFTs and not creating as much for flow and, and Top Shot. Uh, but overall, I think we've, we've made the app better. I think uh, we've learned a lot about how to scale uh, on the data side because it's, it's tough. There's, you know, probably hundreds of millions of transactions in our database. There's thousands of, uh, you know, of, of NFT collections. Um, and so for us, I think learning how to, to scale that in a way that's responsible, but also new to us was, was a challenge. Um, but yeah, so eventually we, we, so we started as a top shot app. We quickly added, I think, Eternal um, and then uh, Evolution on Flow. And so we got to a point where we could add multiple Flow collections. Then we added Board API Club uh, back when they were like, you know, 0.70 and whatnot. Um, and, we, and we're super into that. Uh, but realized that like the future was being able to add, you know, all the big collections and uh, have since gone and done done that. So right now, everything with a over a thousand volume uh, in secondary markets on ETH 
is available and evaluate. And we're going to continue to lower that threshold and add more. But I think what we're really excited about is the Flow ecosystem. Dapper is one of our uh, early investors and one of our follow-on investors. And we love building uh, for Flow. We're the only place where you can swap Flow uh, NFTs uh, directly from your Dapper wallet. So um, that's something we're building for. And, and Flow has done a lot of work to, one, allow for like permissionless deployment so anybody can deploy a smart contract on Flow. And then also standardizing their metadata so that um, sites like ours and, and, and other sites in the ecosystem can add all of the major flow NFT collections and support them. So uh, I think by the end of the week, we'll probably have like around 100 uh, NFT collections on flow automatically ingested. And anytime it, uh, somebody gets their NFT on flow on the catalog, it'll automatically be added to our site and will be swappable at one point um, and, and it's viewable in their portfolio. So our goal is to kind of really pursue that and be like a gem or a genie for flow uh, while also supporting, you know, the major ETH collections. Um, but yeah, definitely a wild journey, even just on the macroeconomic side, you know, just being able to, you know, back in 2021, anybody could raise, you know, two, four, $10 million for, for NFT sites. Now there's an expectation of, of going in and actually providing a ton of value, finding product market fit. Um, and, and in many cases, I think for the later rounds for series A and series B, going through and showing that you can either uh, produce revenue now or or at the time or like in the near future be able to flip on that switch so um yeah a wild journey that started with just you know a very niche uh idea of just like let's let people understand what's going on with uh with nba top shot yeah what do you mean by swap do you just mean buy and sell you said you're the only website i just want to make sure you're i'm clear on what you were saying there so you can swap flow nfts directly from your dapper wallet you said right Yep, exactly. So you and a, and a second person in a peer-to-peer transaction can trustlessly swap two NFTs or more. So okay. you could go on our site, match up either with somebody that you know uh, with a trade request or with somebody that will pair you with uh, in a matter of seconds normally, uh, oh, wow. and then say, I will give you five top shot moments for these three NFL day moments, or mm. I'll give you this flow of PFP for um, some other non, uh, or I guess, yeah, non-fungible Wow. That's really cool functionality. So you could trade top shot for all day. It's the only place you can do it. You can't even do it on their websites. Right. And then on NFL all day and UFC strike, you're not even able to gift moments. And on ours right now, you can, you know, you can send 15 over to somebody in a single transaction. So really? there's a lot of uh, unique functionality and um, a lot know. of work kind of went like, you know, went into working with their team uh, around like the Dapper wallet integration. That's which, really cool. And that's endorsed by them. Like they're, they're obviously cool. It's not like a workaround, yep. like yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dapper cool. Wallet, there's there's a very extensive process to sort of get approved uh, to yeah. have sort of that on our site, and so we uh, we're super thankful to their team, um, particularly around just the uh, the wallet integration, um, the promotion. They you know they've were super helpful today in helping get the word out. Um, but yeah, endorsed and supported by them. That's not to say that the compliance team won't come back in a week and say, hey, can you shut down gifting on all day? Or can you- Yeah, if someone takes advantage of it. Yeah, you right. never know. Right, um, right. So it's it's definitely a fluid situation, but uh, Dapper does a great job with their ecosystem and working with their partners. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great experience working with them. That's awesome. That's a really cool piece of functionality. I didn't realize that. I think that's like, the goal for us is sort of to- to make, I guess, buying NFTs or, or acquiring NFTs different than like buying toothpaste on Amazon. So on our site, you go, you're matched with somebody, you have a conversation with them, you show them your collection, they can see, you can see theirs. And I think it's it's a fun experience, even just socially, even if you don't swap NFTs. Um, and I think it's a fun alternative, especially when you know prices are going down to just staring yeah. at the marketplace page and worrying about the price, just being able to connect with people and, and, and mm-hmm. swap stuff. Um, we've had a ton of fun with it and we're hoping it grows from here. 
Yeah, I mean, with collectible cards and everything, like trading and swapping is one of the most fun things you can do. So it's, uh, I, I love that. And speaking of that, I got on the uh, La Liga beta for tomorrow. They finally nice. let me into the closed beta, so I'm excited. Dude, for that. the first pack job was literally two hundred fifty dollars, and I was pissed. So I was like, I'm uh, not that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. The I one like, tomorrow oh, is like it's fifty dollars. To there's like a fifty dollar and a two fifty one. It's still not cheap. I mean, fifty bucks. Yeah. You know, but I wish you the best of luck. You'll you'll have yeah. to report back. Let me know how it is. I like I like getting in early. You grab the early ones and hope yeah. to get lucky. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it was uh, I think it was Crypto Poppy tweeted today. Like uh, he was hoping that they would keep the the like the no marketplace dynamic for as long as possible because it just makes it like so much so less like high pressure when you know people are just collecting it and yeah. experiencing it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I need to I need to check that out. I'm not a huge. I haven't watched a ton of soccer. I'll watch like the yeah. World Cup, but um, I'm the same. I'm the same. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll try on you. Will we be able to support La Liga on our site? Like, yeah, I don't I think, know. I guess they're in their closed beta still. So, right. As, as long as they're added to the Flow NFT catalog, we can at least display them. Um, it's always interesting to display NFTs that don't have a marketplace because you can't price them. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll work with their team. And it'd be nice to introduce swapping beforehand. Um, there's other NFTs like Jolly Jokers from the, the moment uh, that aren't on a marketplace yet. You know, they have plans for that in the future that people have already like swapped for Top Shot moments. So, um, yeah, well, hopefully we can add them soon, but uh, no word from them yet. Yeah, the trading feature, I mean, it is kind of crazy when you think about it, like being able to actually swap your moments for other moments on different like platforms. But as long as it's within, you know, Flow and within Dapper and you don't have to move the moments either. That's the thing about a lot of other uh, you know, Flow sites is like, okay, you have to move them out, you know, of your wallet to a different wallet. You, know, you can actually just connect your Dapper wallet and um, and trade from there directly, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, I really like the chat feature a lot too, because I'm like, ooh, I can just randomly match with people, or not randomly, but match with people that have similar collections to mine and, you know, just start a conversation, which is always fun, you know, um, especially if you don't have many people to talk to in the NFT space. I know people always say that for our podcast. They're like, I don't have anyone to talk to. So I just mm. listen to the pod and I feel like I'm like, you know, in the conversation. Um, but yeah, Alex, let's let's loop you back in here. Alex, what is one of your favorite uh, features about, about or what what's one of your favorite things about the new um, trading feature and our site, I guess, the whole revamp that we did? Yeah, the fact that it's easy to suggest moments. So typically when we match people up, it'll display your most uh, prominent slash most expensive high value NFTs first. So we order by highest price to lowest price and then all your locked moments, whether they're locked because like Top Shot's locking mechanism, locked because we don't support that collection yet. Maybe we support displaying it, but not necessarily uh, swapping it. Uh, those will all be moved to the back. So I'll see the highest value ones first, and then I'll immediately start suggesting them just to see if that person's game to kind of trade their higher tier assets. And if they are, then I can start kind of constructing a trade from there. So I think the ease of use in terms of uh, adding, removing, and suggesting moments is probably my favorite. Yeah, that is fun. Uh, Christian, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, I like kind of what you touched on where uh, a lot of the communication and how people uh, meet each other and talk in the Web3 space is like one to many, right? Where you're like shouting into Twitter or shouting into Discord and hoping that people engage. We really like the aspect of sort of matching people one-on-one -on -one and letting them sort of look at each other's collections and chat. So that's a big thing for me. I like being able to send emojis uh, in chat. I think 
Um, so I think like, you know, just the, the sort of interpersonal um, one-on-one conversation, I think is a new dynamic for NFTs. And I think it's a more sort of community centric and community building way of sort of uh, having commerce and sort of um, transacting with NFTs uh, compared to just, you know, posting on a marketplace and then some anonymous face buys it. Um, and I think early on, I think the first day someone said, Hey, like, I got on just to try it out. I wasn't really expecting to trade, but I did trade and I made a friend in Topshot and it was a lot of fun. Uh, for us, that's a big win. And if we can continue to do that and, and help these communities like get to know each other one-on-one, uh, that's something we're excited about. So yeah, the one-on-one chatting, I think is my my favorite piece of it. Um, and we're talking a lot about flow here. Uh, this is also available for ETH NFTs. I know we have a lot of uh, Ethereum NFT collectors that listen to this. And what's cool about this is that it there's a lot of offline trading sites. And I'm, I'm curious if you guys can, can touch on this, but Offline trading sites, you know, it's it's easy for people to get scammed and, you know, they get sent these these scam links for trading. And it's just like, you know, you hear about a lot of people getting their assets stolen because they were trying to trade and and it's like, oh, it's just so devastating. Right. So what is what is the advantage of live trading and um, how is this a safer alternative? Cool. Yeah. So um, I think. The the first piece that we do is that we only add NFT collections with significant volume, right? So you can go and mint a board ape on something like Manifold, uh, and then uh, not to say that they don't have tools to prevent that, but you couldn't go and mint a board ape and then instantly trade it on evaluate. It has to have significant secondary volume. So there's a safety piece there. Uh, the second one is that it's it's an on evaluate. It's not like you can get sent a link to like it would be very difficult to like make a big evaluate with a live chat and being able to build trades dynamically. Um, so it's, I think it's harder to, to replicate and from like a scammer's point of view. And then on the second side, the way we do swaps, uh, make sure that the assets are swapped simultaneously on the same transaction and it has an expiry on each offer of five minutes. So if I went on and I offered you a Moonbird, like a rare Moonbird for a Bored Ape, uh, I couldn't wait, you know, three days and then see if Moonbird prices go up and if Bored Apes go down and then execute the swap, right? So we keep it to where the other person has five minutes to respond and you're both there sort of uh, in like in person looking at the app, uh, which I think makes trading a little bit safer from the price arbitrage standpoint. Um, so yeah, that's the main thing is just verifying the assets and not allowing just any NFT collection on the site, um, doing it live in an interface that's hard to replicate. And then three, keeping that sort of arbitrage opportunity low by only allowing five minutes between the swaps. Yeah. Michael? No, that's good. I, I definitely am going to have some more questions. I was looking over the site. It's really cool that you can see like the recent trades. You can watch what people trade. Um, I'm I'm kind of just messing with that right now. Like I see people trading like the this clown project for NFL all day moments. And like, that's really neat. And then I'm, I'm picturing in my head that I know Live Nation is going to be using uh, Flow for their tickets. And imagine trading like, hey, I have a LeBron moment. I want courtside seats to some game. You know what I mean? Like, how cool is that if that ends up being possible? Yeah, we're super excited about how generic it is um, in, in terms of like, you know, whether it's gaming assets, tickets, um, yeah. maybe, maybe packs in the future, um, you know, sure. being able to swap in. We think people will use it for things and i don't discount live nation i think um uh, was it liquid death which is a water company shot up to like a 200 million dollar value because live nation came in and said oh we want people to look cool at our events carrying right of beer so um it's cool to see brands like live nation get involved or companies like live nation and i think yep. the uh it's so fun to think about the ideas like it could be possible that eventually like people will send 
you know, like luxury clothing to places that put them in a vault for NFTs and people will swap clothing items. You know, it could be gaming assets, packs. Um, I think things like crypt toys is exciting, right? Like, uh, like, like stuff yeah. works on where sure. it could be like, you know, like kids assets, um, or even things like, I think on the swap front, like even things where it's like, you know, if you have a game, maybe you have like ingredient NFTs that you could swap for like a complete one, you know, like if you were, um, let's say, you know, like having like a crafting requirement, if there's like different ingredients that make a potion NFT that swaps back. So the idea of being able to swap NFTs for other one is super exciting. And it's only more exciting because NFTs can be really a digital representation of anything. And um, we're hoping, you know, I think a big focus for us is to make our contract open to third parties to build on because we're excited to see how people sort of implement that idea of swapping uh, across really generic assets. That's really exciting. There's a lot of really cool possibilities with that swapping across the ecosystem like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I go back to thinking about Pokemon for those that did play and like how you could only acquire certain Pokemon by transferring or swapping them. So if you wanted to like have two match jokes and you wanted them to evolve, you had to swap and that's how they become a match app. So it's like if entities that evolve with swapping or trading or that transform after they get swapped trading is pretty interesting too yeah um also you had you had uh michael touched on oh you can see kind of the recent trades we also one of our devs matt built um a bot that tweets out every time there's a trade so we have evaluate swap bot um and you can literally see every single (laughs) trade that happens which is kind of cool and that's especially fun to see like the bigger trades coming through like there's like a legendary moment trade and today and um yeah, it's kind of fun, like watching it all. Oh, thanks. nice! I just followed. <laughs> hey, new follower! Yeah, yeah, let's go. That's awesome. Yeah, that that Van Fleet hollow is pretty wild. I, I didn't expect there to be a hollow icon day one, but yeah, that's awesome to see. When did the swapping open? Is that just super recently? Yeah, so we did a uh, sort of like an early access for people part of the Nine Lives Lounge, which is like a club of people that have an entire set uh, of Top yeah. Shot moments. I think there's around a thousand of them. Um, so we've had it open for a couple of days. Most of the trades have been today, obviously, with the public release. We've already done three around 300 swaps uh, already. Uh, and we're hoping we can kind of continue to grow that number and maybe even do things like events for like, you know, NFT collections. Let's say, you know, you, your community is kind of quiet, you, you know, you want to do something that hosts everybody. Uh, we might do something where it's like, oh, like, let's set a date for your community to get on and swap different NFTs they have in that collection. So, um, yeah, no, we're excited. We want to extend sort of the, the bot even further beyond the flow ones. Uh, but it is cool to kind of like, I've put my notifications on. So it's cool to see some of these like, PFP for top shot moment swaps happening. And uh, I think it makes the whole ecosystem a little bit more interoperable and live in the same universe compared to like when you like top shot on top shot site and, you know, like Jolly Jokers on a different site and, you know, ballers on Gaia. I think it brings them together a little bit. Yeah. It's actually super, super cool. I see people trading NBA top shot for um, NFL moments and that's a lot 300. And you guys just let people do it for free. I presume there's not, yeah. So right now, Yep. We're doing it for free during the beta period. We want to get the tool in front of people. We want to see mm-hmm. uh, how people use it. And we want to know what's fair if we do, you know, eventually charge a fee. Um, but yeah, the idea right now is just to like add value. And it's really the first dapper wallet sort of trading tool uh, when you think about like NFTs for NFTs. And so uh, we just want to learn, you know, what how people are using it, what's fair to charge, if, if we should charge a fee. Uh, yep. And we're, we're doing that during the beta period. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 
literally just this morning we were like okay press live and then everything mm-hmm. is live and then we're like you know we're all super excited we've been man behind the scenes we've been working on this for months i mean uh, it's just it's crazy how how long and then you know you think oh we're we're close to launching and then it's like oh stuff happens and then keeps getting pushed back and we've really been building this out for quite a while even though on flow um we didn't really have the ability to to do this until what recently, like a couple of weeks ago. So we were kind of building it for um, ETH, and then it just so happened that yes, we can make it on Flow too, um, which was the hope. It's kind of like build and then ask permission, and then hopefully they say yes. But yeah, what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, one of the things I really like too is like, oh, I don't have to go to all these different sites to see my NFTs. It, it kind of reminds me of OpenSea where it's like, I can just see everything instead of going to, um, or I guess for ETH NFT, it's a little different, but for Flow NFTs anyways, it's like, you know, Top Shot, I have to go to NBAtopshot.com, NFLAllday.com, I got to go to UFCStrike.com, all these different sites to see all my different NFTs and it gets like just a lot. But, you know, on Evaluate, it's like, I can see it all in one, which is just super nice for me. Because I just have so many uh, NFTs in all these different locations. So that's, yeah, that's super clutch. I actually agree 100% about that because it is a pain to have to go to UFC Strike and NFL All Day and Top Shot. Um, Do you guys, even though they can't be traded or anything, do you display unopened packs or does that not show up yet? Yeah, not yet. Uh, I think we will soon, as, at least for NFL mm-hmm. Day. Uh, we can do it when they're NFTs, right? So um, that's kind right. of okay. how we build is just the back end really just uh, ingest the flow in Ethereum blockchain and display what's in your wallet. Um, so I think yeah. I think that the major IPs on flow are pushing towards doing uh, packs as NFTs. Uh, and we'll be able to display it then and even value it then when people are able to uh, swap them or trade them yep. uh, on the marketplace. Um, and yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I think the aggregation on flow, there's such a huge opportunity. Imagine if on ETH, if you could only buy board apes from like boardape.com and you can only buy right. from coolcats.com, something like a, a, an open sea, which is like a blockchain explorer, uh, underneath a marketplace. And even some of the, the ones that are a layer above that with like gem and genie, where they're bringing these different marketplaces. Mm-hmm. One, uh, there's a massive opportunity on flow for that because it's just the individual storefronts and the different marketplaces. And, um, that's where we're spending a lot of our time thinking about. And uh, yeah, it's interesting, like from the transaction point, like we have people at the end of the year always like, oh, I'm trying to do my taxes. Can you get me this form? And they're like, how are you in this position where people are asking for tax forms when we're, you know, like a third party? But uh, yeah, it's it's super useful. And I love that too, just being able to see, like, keep track of like what's going on all these different websites um, on foot. Yeah. If we can trade packs, I will trade so many of my packs for S1. I uh, If anyone's listening to this, as soon as packs are on chain, um, yeah, meet me in the trade lobby if you have any S1 packs, because I'm ready. I'm I'm about it. I'm trying to. I have. I only have two S1. All my other ones are like S2, S3, S, S summer or whatever series summer 2021 and S3, S4. I'm like, I need the S1s already. I'm like waiting for the marketplace to open. But anyway. Yeah, you can trade multiple S2 or S3 packs for maybe some S1 packs. You don't even need to trade moments. Exactly. Packs to packs. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm that's what I would do. That's literally what I would do. Yeah. How far away are you from the complete set of S1? Pretty far? Are you uh Oh, like the base set? The yeah. I don't base? Know. Mm, I'm far because I don't have I'm a floor scrape buyer, so I have a lot of trash players. 
Yeah. So um, I had the cheap ones. So I don't really have like the expensive good ones for like the base set. So it's, but I have one. Um, actually, I have two. I think I have two S1 sets complete. It's like the early adopter set. And then I have the S1 finals rare set complete. I think those are the two that I have. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, me and Alex, uh, we always fight about who has the better collection. The better collection of of, of Top Shot and the better collection of NFTs in general. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. she slightly wins in Top Shot and probably really wins in overall. No, I was just looking at yours. You have 2,600 Top Shot moments. Only yeah, a thousand. But a lot of them are not, they're like trade ticket level, but I do complete Same. set i have like tw- i have like 35 completed sets so that's probably what wow. i got yeah. I, I try to complete as much that's as crazy. possible yeah uh most i don't think i have any legendary sets completed most of them are just like rare and all the common ones but i, I think i have a few s ones like i have got game i have uh the one early adopters and there's some other common s ones that i completed just to make sure i got that but yeah i, I just try to i don't know what it is uh, top shots got me hooked with completing sets but i do that yeah we, we get we get a bit competitive uh over how to evaluate <laughs> um also fun fact alex actually got me into non-fungible fungi which we had them on so freaking long ago henry yeah. and yeah alex yeah no, I, got me into non-fungible <laughs> fungi i just yeah, gave I, one away actually for our 100th episode yeah um, no I, I, I love the guys over at nnff they uh yeah great dudes uh i think they're all from like the uk uh i don't know what it is about the uk accents but the, I, I definitely i definitely fall for but yes in terms of like their the rlz kills it like those things have so much life so much uh they're so animated and uh yeah i think collecting them is, is a lot of fun i think i have like 30 of them or something like that i, I think they're doing something um with like some type of burn mechanic with, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head uh, what the new mushrooms are, but they're doing a completely new set. So that's pretty exciting. But yeah, I I, I love the art. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they do have really cool art, um, mm-hmm. which, yeah. Oh man. Speaking of the 100th episode, we, we have so much to talk about on the next Sunday recap because man, we've really, everything has been so busy for me and uh, Michael lately. He's been traveling a lot. You guys know he went to, NFT London, which we got to talk about. We'll talk about on Sunday. Um, I've been really busy with, you know, evaluate. I mean, we just launched our new training feature. And, uh, but yeah, I was going to say thank you to everybody who claimed the POAPs. I don't even think we've said that yet, but. No, I know it's been so long. It feels like we haven't recorded in like two months. I know. I'm like, literally we popped in today in our Zoom and I was like, oh my gosh, is this a reunion? I haven't seen you guys in, (laughs) in forever. I'm used to seeing them yeah. um every week okay officially 200 po apps have been claimed we ran out of claim link, claim links by the way um they wouldn't uh send us more they they were sending us a certain amount at a time but <laughs> anyway yeah so all of the po apps have been claimed fyi but yeah thank you guys for for listening in to that that 100th yeah. episode and celebrating with us yeah, I got a lot of comments. And then I got a couple messages recently. Is everything all right? You guys still going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going. We're going. Well, you know, after 100, we just had to quit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well done. Yeah. Nice job. No, we now, actually, we're going to get back on track. Yeah, we're going to get back on well, track. Okay. I mean, fun fact, we did record another episode before this one, but it got a little held up with, you know, getting approved. 
Mm. To, to be posted basically it actually so, it went live for like 12 hours i think right and then they were like actually no, it was we like might six need hours. Hours. Okay, it was like six okay. hours but yeah yeah and then we, and then we had to rug it because they were like oh actually we need to like approve this so you know <laughs> now that we're now that we're interviewing these you know these famous people we really can't just mm. post our episodes freely but anyway, that's why we we were gone for so long. I'm sorry, you guys, about the two-week break. But anyway, please forgive us. We'll be back to our regular schedule soon enough. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, what else What else with this trading feature that, that people don't know about? I mean, definitely try it out. Evaluate.xyz. Uh, like I said, I think I said this in the very beginning. We didn't really even touch on this. We launched the new trading feature and we also rebranded as well. So we have a new logo. Uh, we have a new name. We're not just Evaluate Market anymore. Now we're Evaluate, uh, Evaluate.xyz. That's very exciting. Um, I was not going to lie. I was kind of sad about when we changed the logo. I was so attached to the old one. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's going to be fine, Jennifer. The new one's good. But and now I like it. But I was like, I'm not going to lie. I was a little like sad about it. I, I've grown. I was attached. Weeks. Yeah, it took a couple of weeks of convincing. Um, <laughs> just one quick tidbit on the maybe things that might have like uh, missed or gone over. On ETH, you can actually not just swap NFTs, but also add a little ETH into it too. So let's say you wanted to trade a Moonbird for a Board Ape, maybe you need to throw in like five ETH as well, or sorry, five ETH. Uh, you can do that as part of our swapping feature. That is hey, the apes haven't fallen that far yet. You gotta add <laughs> yeah. a little more. You gotta add a little more than that. You gotta yeah, Michael's I, I, over I, here, I, like, really? Excuse me. I know maybe we like went a, into the 40s the other day, but let's maybe like a gold moonbird. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, the most rare moonbird. I should I should <laughs> yeah, like moonbird. a floor ape for like right, the most rare moonbird and a couple uh, but, okay. Yeah, so we're fully supported working right now on evaluate. Uh for ETH for flow, we weren't able to get that approval. Uh to get Dapper wallet access, we kind of had to comply, and there's a lot of uh ways to circumvent the marketplace fees that those IPs have. And if you are able to, like, let's say, uh instead of buying on the marketplace, you just buy and evaluate, you would, those IPs would not get that 5% or whatever those uh, IP holders are charging. And so to comply and to be able to get Dapper Wallet access, uh, we had to forego that uh, for the current time, but for ETH, it's fully supported. So how's the functionality work? So say we want to make that trade, say Jennifer wants to trade her doodle for uh, one of my smiles. Oh, yeah, for on. my board name. <laughs> my so, doodles haven't fallen that far. So, <laughs> sure. So if you guys are coming in offline, don't even know. You both go to uh, evaluate.xyz. Uh, yeah. At the very homepage, it'll direct you to like the trading swap homepage. And in there, it'll say active traders. And there's a little search bar where you can start typing in a trader's name. Now, yep. if you guys have been there at Evaluate before, you can totally just... Uh, search their username. But if you haven't set their username, you can just use a wallet address. Obviously, I think I missed the first step. When you first go, you connect your wallet. We support a ton of wallets. You would connect, let's say your MetaMask, and then you would uh, copy paste, You know, let's say Jennifer's whatever wallet address is, and then you would send her a trade request. On Jennifer's mm-hmm. screen, she would get a little notification that says, hey, so-and-so wants to trade uh, or send you a trade request. She would accept that. It would pop you both into a lobby. And then from there, you guys just kind of you know negotiate and do your thing. And then it'll like, so once we both accept it and then do you each pay 
the gas to send to the other person? Yeah, so uh, we randomly assign per- one person to pay the gas. It's usually a, a mm-hmm. very small amount, similar mm-hmm. to like gifting on OpenSea. Uh, so it's, it's randomly set. Um, and then the proposal lasts for five minutes. So, you know, if you make the proposal, the other person has five minutes to execute it. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's that's the, uh, the, the functionality there is sort of the... Um, and you build it exactly... I don't know if you guys have played like RuneScape or World of Warcraft, but it's very similar to that where like you both bring in from your inventory, you click and drag the items up. Uh, and build the trade that way. And then one person sends the offer and the other person accepts it. Uh, but the whole process takes maybe a, like a minute or two. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, super easy and, and both online, right? So there's an opportunity to negotiate and chat and, and really figure the details out. Really neat. So if she sends me an offer and I don't like it, I can send a counter or does it have to be like a whole new offer? Nope. Yeah, so if she hit send offer, you'll see like a little summary, like she uh, offered mm-hmm. your uh, her doodle for your board ape. You could hit accept and go to the signing stage, or you can hit decline. I would one. never in a million years <laughs> accept that. And if you hit decline, then you're just back to that first step where you're, yeah. you're building the trade. So um, it doesn't have to be like a new process each time you do Cool. Love it. Yeah, and I actually um, um, did an ETH one today, and it was only 95 cents. To yeah, the gas has been amazing for months now. Remember, yeah. it used to be like we were literally paying like fifty hundred dollars every transaction. On we, ETH. we, that I, was you. I was for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy, and like it could get back there one day. I hope it doesn't, but like gas has been amazing for a long time now. Yeah, definitely beats. Uh, I remember like in sort of the minting war phase when it was like. Uh, you know, you'd add like I think for other side, I think I might have added like half an ETH or a whole ETH or something. Like, oh yeah, people were such a, for sure. Oh, such a wild uh, dynamic. Mm. And now it's like whenever you see anything that's under like forty bucks, which is always like one or two dollars, you're like, oh, it's you know, I yep. would never do that. I would never like order DoorDash and pay a forty dollar delivery fee. But for instance, right, like, yeah, because we paid hundreds, there's really no price sensitivity at all. Yeah, I remember when I was sitting in my computer with my brother-in-law one time, who who I worked with in tickets. And we, I was like buy, trying to buy an NFT. I was like, I'm probably not even going to get it, but I'm going to take a shot because it was something that I knew was mitten fast. And it was like, it was like a hundred dollars in gas. He's like, if you don't get it, you're just going to lose this hundred dollars. He's like, what kind of scam is this? It's just the way it was. I was like, well, if I do get it, it'll be worth thousands. So, yeah, yeah I, got, I got a throwback. I, I'm probably uh crown of the show for this, but I lost $500 <laughs> on bulls on the block trying to mint them. And so I ended up not getting uh, any bulls on the block. Yeah, I remember that mint. Super big throwback, but yeah, I lost. Like yeah, I was just trying to mint them. Wow. Yeah, I lost. I believe it or not, lost a couple thousand. I think during V Friends Mint because uh, the website was weird, and it was like one of my very first times doing ETH NFTs, and I didn't know what was going on, and I kept putting this transaction through because it didn't look like it was going, and then I looked in my pending and MetaMask, and I had like seven. And I had to cancel them all and like oh, had no. to pay the gas on the cancels. And gas was like $400 when you were minting the V friends at that time. Yeah. No, yeah. Painful. Yeah. That yeah. was a, that was, a, that was a learning experience. It, it made it all better when the project blew up. I was like, all right. So at least it, you know, still made a bunch of money, but yeah, no, it's, it's like the mania was crazy. I remember like, cause I use a ledger. I remember like always just feeling so bummed when you like go to mid something and then your ledger is like, you need to update your firmware. And then you got like a yeah. transaction yeah. in MetaMask. Um, but yeah, no, the, like the drops back then were particularly, I think like um, 
like like uh, after Board Ape, I think like Gutter Cats, right. like the early one, and then like Bulls on the Block, um, Vogu, like all those ones were always super. Yeah, nuts. Only Force. There were a lot that got <laughs> crazy back then. Yeah, for um, sure. Mechaverse, I think, was nuts. I didn't do that one, but uh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, th- those were uh, such a different time versus now, where it's like you got to dedicate your life and and soul to to being in their Discord to even get a shot. But uh, mm. back then it was the wild west, and whoever's willing to lose a thousand dollars in gas. Uh-huh. Crazy times. Maybe that's why I never did too well. I was never willing to lose a bunch of money in gas for nothing. I, know. I was like, um, no, that does not sound appealing to me. But yeah, also one more thing that I don't know if we mentioned this already. I don't think we did, but you can also send without receiving anything in return. So it doesn't have to be a trade. You can also just mass gift. Like you can send like, you know, 15 NFL all day moments in in one transaction and, um, and, you know, with NFTs or ETH NFTs as well, like send a bunch at once. Um, And so it can be, yeah, it can be pretty uh, easy to just gift over a bunch of nfts as well if you want to if anybody wants to stuff. test that out and send it to mine i'm gonna log in and give you my uh and i feel all day uh yeah. Yeah. just to test it out i mean you can definitely send me i'm an eagles fan so <laughs> feel free send me some eagle eagle moments yeah we, we should do a trade together michael you know what give me some of your s1 comments i don't like, have any s1 i don't have any s1 but I have, if I got in for S2 and then I, the only thing I, I have like a bunch of junk and then I have like 15 or 20 LeBrons. So yeah. That's really all I have. I was yeah. like collecting him for a little while. LeBron I don't even think they're worth all that much. My, uh, my NFL all day account is 23 Keen. I Keen. love the Eagles. Keen. Oh, like that's your username? Name. I was like, yeah, 23 Keen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One thing uh, I experienced in the size, my top shot account isn't that impressive. It's probably worth like, uh, like $700 or something. Uh, but I'll get on the site and then I'll match with somebody and they'll look at my top shot account and skip me in like five seconds. Uh, so <laughs> They're like always, next partner, yeah. next partner. Yeah. Uh, so that's always a little depressing. Ooh, I have eight NFL all day packs just chilling. I haven't opened any yet. Yeah. Oh, I must've inspired you. Yeah, yeah. Don't, kind of don't make Jennifer's you. mistake. I would pop all those open. Really? Why is I, that a mistake? I think I don't think I don't think any of them should have been popped open. <laughs> see, so I, I would argue with Jennifer's. Had she opened them when Top Shot was at its height, she could well, have sold them yeah. for more. And so it's like, but yeah, I, it's just it's, it's hard for me. I'm super impulsive. I think I tried max packs for all of like I think I held like five packs at the most, and then yeah. all open. So right, not, right, right. Giving advice for that. Yeah, selling at the top is, uh, I guess it's harder than it seems because not a lot of us did. Yeah, RIP. Mm. I actually, I opened a bunch of Top Shot or um, NFL day packs like recently and like sold them, sold a bunch of moments and stuff because it was pumping. I think that was when it was starting to top the charts and we were like saying it in our, like at the end of the episodes and it was like in the top yeah. 10 and I was like, oh shoot, I need, I need to go in there. Yeah, let me get back in there and look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great, great opportunity. But yeah, it's kind of like, it's hard because it's like with holding um, packs or holding NFTs, it's like you either have to sell, you know, right away or like when strike when the iron's hot, right? Or you Mm. have to hold for a really freaking long time. Like, you know, it's like for me, I'm really, I'm playing the long, long, long game, like years, like it has to be years. It's like CryptoPunks. They weren't, you know, people were 
Um, I remember Snowfro like claimed a bunch when they first came out and then he just freaking held them for like five years. And, you know, it's like, and oh, only then were they, were they finally worth something. And it's just like, yeah, um, it's you really have to play the long game and hold yeah, your breath. and hope Very it, long, I know. Yeah. And then even then doesn't mean it'll be worth anything, but you're just yeah. kind of that's what you're voting for. Right. Yeah. A quick thought on that. You're also playing it on hard mode, too, because everything on the blockchain is public. So if you're not on top of like in that pack that you would have opened, what's left in it and what you can potentially pull, you could really lose out. Right. So like, let's say tomorrow right. that pack you're holding, somebody pulls up number one serial LeBron. All of a sudden there's no more valuable LeBrons left. The value of the overall pack goes down. And if you're not on top of that, like you can really miss out, but vice versa. If people don't uh, are, are unlucky and don't pull uh, the coveted moments, then maybe you're sitting on like a gold mine and you just don't even know it. Very true. Hit or miss. Yeah, it's a tough game to play. I see. My, my thing is, when I open the packs, I never get anything good. So I'm like, I'm going to keep them shut. <laughs> That's the technique. If you don't open them, yeah. then they're not bad moments. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the logic. Yeah. Talk about selling the top. By the way, I had the conversation with my wife today. She asked me how much the board ape was worth. I was oh, like, about no. about seventy grand, and uh, she was like, wasn't it worth four hundred and fifty? thousand like six months ago yeah it was but i was like yeah but three days ago i was like yeah but three days ago it was worth like 60 grand so it's actually up so we're crushing it right now hey she's yeah. like yeah but no nah, she's like she she said she was like you should have sold that she looked <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was going to a million you're like look it's my podcast branding uh-huh. I, I, I you know i can't sell it yeah, I actually just had that conversation with my boyfriend. He's like, you should have just told me when it was worth 50, 50 K. And I'm like, and it's so hard being a holder. You know, everyone's always trying to bag on you. Like, oh, you should have sold it. It's like, yeah, right. just let me hold in peace, you know? I know. Oh, my friends. Yeah, my friends, my cousin, Jeff, I was in, I was in Detroit with him a couple months ago for the Eagles game. And I had told him it went down from like all the way from 450 to like 100,000. And he was like, you're such an idiot. He was telling me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember um I sold my board ape uh or the second one I sold, the first one I sold for like eight hundred bucks. Um, right. I sold I sold it uh in, in January of this year. And I remember just feeling sick to my stomach when I was yeah. seeing it hit like four fifty. Um yeah. it's wild, you know, nobody knows uh in six months they back and um yeah, what a it could be back world. or it could it could just I don't know. i I hope it I hope it does come back. Chris, it's kind who, of de- uh, kind of depressing. Who who or what convinced you to sell that first board ape? Just curious. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so yes, I will. Admit, okay, fine. You know what? I guess I'm a hypocrite because when board apes first came out and and Christian had had one, and it, I think it got to like two e's, and I was like, Christian, sell, 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 and I was really like freaking bullying him to sell, and he <laughs> did it. And which was great. Like you really, you know, I mean, he was forming diamond hands, but mm. I kept telling him to sell every step of the way. Every time it was a new milestone, sell, sell, sell. And then I stopped because I was like, okay, <laughs> clearly I'm wrong here. Um, but yes. Okay. The I, exact I, opposite happened with my cool cat where I was like, <laughs> it's, I was like, I'm going to sell my cool cat. Jennifer goes, but we all three of us have cool cats. And I oh, was like, well, together. Yeah. I was like, I guess I can't at this point. I, Delisted. Yeah, 
I know. I was like, how dare you list your cool (laughs) cat? I know. And now it's down to like 1K or something. It's (laughs) always weird seeing somebody, the person who buys, um, like if you sell an ape or a cool cat, seeing the person who buy it, put it immediately on Twitter. Um, My cousin sold his ape and I think the Pixelmon founder bought it and was like tweeting from it. Um, And then I, I think I sold mine and like somebody was like, being really critical and like using like really harsh language, somebody on Twitter and like, Oh, it feels like somebody's got my identity and is like, you know, sort of commanding it or, or, you know, um, I, I guess like tarnishing it, but uh, yeah, it's always weird to sell those PFPs, especially the valuable. Yeah. Ones. Right. Cause it's like, it, it's, it's non-fungible. Like it's exactly the one, you know, if I reduce all the ape, somebody's going to buy it and want to use it. Right. They're yeah, gonna have to be the podcast co-host. They're gonna have to be my new podcast. They're co-host. gonna. Oh wow! Is that how? Whoever <laughs> owns this ape is the. Po- <laughs> whoever that might, the- does that make it more valuable or less valuable? Oh, <laughs> come on. Okay, yeah. I mean that, but that'd be weird to see another Michael Keen out there. Like if you sold it, oh that'd yeah. Be- Wait, yeah. no, that's Michael Keen. I know. I know. That would be that would be wild. Yep, I'd need some new T-shirts. <laughs> you'd have to go back to that mall you know yeah exactly the mall in minnesota right right mm-hmm. all right as we're wrapping this up yeah any last questions michael anything else we want to um not too much i always typically ask though what everybody's favorite kind of artists or projects are in in this space if if you guys have anybody or projects or artists you want to shout out and say what's up to i'd love to hear it yeah, I'm a Thomas Len Peterson show uh, from Artblocks. I'm big on the screens mm. collection. Uh, I want to get in the Rapture too, but uh, but yeah, that's I, I really like Artblocks. I'm hoping to eventually to kind of uh, shift my collection more towards that. And then obviously the Flow stuff. I love pretty much everything on Flow, uh, whether it's the nice. stuff and um, the PFPs. I think Pirates of the Metaverse is the latest one we've got on. Um, so yeah, that that's my answer. Yeah, there's a Pirates of the Metaverse on uh, on ETH. Is it the same? Yep. Oh, and they're doing the 2D ones over on Flow, right? Yep. So I did kind of see that. Those. I got to um, check that out. I'm a holder. I got to see what they're what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Copy Chris's answer on Flow. Uh, yeah, everything Flow for sure. But I already shouted out my ETH one. It's a uh, non-fungible fungi. Uh, LZ's a mm-hmm. fantastic artist, so I don't mind shouting them out again. That's what's up. Yeah, they're awesome. I love those fungi. They just look so cool. Like, I, I definitely have a bunch too. I feel like I have like... Maybe 20. I don't know. I I moved them around as well. So, but um, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Um, It was great having you and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Michael, Jennifer, thank you so much. Congratulations on a hundred episodes. Yeah. We'll we'll be listening to you guys going forward, of course. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for having us on. What a pleasure. Woo. All right. Okay, well, with that said, thank you all for listening to this episode, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NF Ticket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme songs by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support. 
which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace.